Hi, so it's been a very long while since I've been doing a podcast. I apologize to anyone who's been listening and waiting for a new one. Um, So God honestly like just had me stay down low for a while. Um, He wasn't like disciplining me. It was just more of a He needed me to have one-on-one time with him so he could like show me and reveal some things to me. And as you guys know, like I was kind of doing like a few parts on wealth and I guess he finally just kind of gave me part three. So I can't go to sleep. I, it's like 4.30 in the morning. Uh, I've been up for a long time and so I'm just going to crank this out. Um, it's kind of rough jumping back in like this, but I'm happy to be back. Uh, I am going to get with God and figure out what my new schedule is going to be as far as like being consistent with podcasts. Uh, I've learned so much in my season away from, you know, just taking time to step back from podcasts and really just kind of like stepping closer into what God has for me in order to know what I need to talk about and what I needed to learn uh, what I need to address, just like the whole shebang, like all that. But anyways, I'm going to finalize on wealth for part three. And the main thing about wealth that God has revealed to me, because I've been severely sick, I've been severely injured. And I'm, when I say like sick and injured, I'm talking like a deep sleep, a deep kind of like you know like kind of like thing going on my neck to where I've had you know scans and I've had tests and x-rays and things like that just trying to figure out what it is and it's not cancer it's like almost unidentifiable um it's not going away but yet all the scans say I'm fine So whatever that is, whatever's going on there, I know God's in control over it. um, So I'm not too worried about it anymore. But there for a while, it really messed up a lot of things in my life. And I'm talking like I would oversleep because my body was trying to heal. So I would miss like meetings. I would miss my tutoring sessions. There would be times I'd miss my live sessions for school Uh, I'd miss work or I'd be late to work just because like I was just constantly tired Um, and it was like the heaviest sleep I've ever experienced or heaviest fatigue I've ever experienced in my entire life like there's no way to really fully describe it other than I just felt like it was probably the closest thing to being like in a coma pretty much except I would just wake up and feel tired I wouldn't remember anything didn't, didn't really have too many dreams. <clears throat> didn't really have too many nightmares. It was just flat out just being asleep for hours. And I'm talking like, I think I slept like an entire weekend and only woke up a couple times. And this was just going on for like days, weeks. It was just ridiculous. Um, so that was insane and intense. Uh severely injured like y'all know well most of y'all know that I had a very massive leg trauma injury um was told I wouldn't be able to walk properly ever again 
and I've been proven doctors wrong and that's not pride it's just my faith in God like I know that God either did it to me or allowed it to happen and I know that with time he he will fix it and bring it back to the way that it was like if he did it to me then he can undo it to me as well you know what I'm saying if not well you will now but uh a lot of that stuff was going on like I just dealt with a lot of hardship a lot of really heavy intense situations where you know I've never been in before I've never you know like had to figure out how to do things by myself dealing with those kinds of things um and then the other thing was you know just kind of dealing with shutdowns with a job that I had trying to transition over into what I'm going to school for for culinary arts um trying to you know work my way up in that industry you know starting at the bottom so like that's really hard as it is on that uh I wanted to jump back in on social media but it was just kind of it just didn't feel like the time yet like I just sensed in my spirit it just wasn't the right time yet um I was just learning a lot about spiritual warfare and how you know, like attacks happen and learning not to speak too soon or knowing, you know, like I kind of had to learn how to distinguish what is God's voice and what is the voice of the enemy. Um cuz basically it got to a point where I was just so in tune with God that I was just kind of like moving things along and then I got off track a little bit. I wasn't like out partying or drinking or doing anything of my old past. It was just uh like God asked me to do some simple things, like, you know, cleaning the house or the apartment, things like that, and I kept putting it off. Um I kept wanting to do other things or bigger things, and he would just kind of like reveal to me, you know, that he really pays attention to the little things too. Like if you're faithful with little, you'll be faithful with much. And uh he also taught me that he's the one that provides your wealth. And wealth, you know, I used to think it used to mean just money. So there's t- kind of two parts to part 3. Uh the first one being, you know, God provides your wealth as far as I mentioned before that I dealt with severe sickness and illness, I dealt with severe injury, I dealt with shutdowns, I dealt with, you know, transition going from one job to another, uh like a whole different field entirely. Um and throughout all of that, God has taught me that I need to rely on him. Like back when I used to work at a warehouse, I literally used to rely on my paychecks as far as if I wanted more money, I would just use more hours of my day to do overtime. And now God's trying to get in me to a spot where he's like you need to rely on me more. And this may not be for everybody. Like some people might think that, you know, like I don't ever want you to just up and quit your job. Like I'm not saying that. And if you feel that way, please, 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 please take that with God before you ever make such a sudden decision like that. Even if you hate your job, if God needs you there, you got to be there, okay? I've been through that too. And that also was a very hard thing to go through. So all in all, depending on where you're at as far as with God and the season that he has you in, 
what he's trying to teach you, what he needs you to learn from that situation, situation from that season, um, whether you're single or married or, you know, you're not wanting to date anybody. The point is, is that there's certain people that you need to have an encounter with. There's certain people that need to experience you. Like, they need to hear your story. They might need to interact with you. They might need to be able to watch you as far as maybe you being a team leader or you just being a good example of something that they've been struggling with. And the best way that you can learn is to really watch somebody else sometimes. Um, Basically, watch and learn, you know, kind of thing. I've trained a lot of people in my lifetime, and that is something that I've always told people is... And even people who don't speak by language, like I've trained plenty of people who, you know, speak a completely different language. And that is something that I've noticed is that you can tell somebody something all day long, but unless you actually show it to show it to them what they're supposed to be doing, they may not catch on right away. It don't matter what language you speak. It doesn't matter if you're a male or if you're a female or if you try to identify yourself as whatever it is you want to identify yourself with. The point is, is that There's just certain things in life that are very difficult to just do on your own or just to do just by doing, like without any instruction, without any indication of what it is that you need to be doing. So God will place you, at least for me, this is what he showed me. He had me working in different jobs at different times in different seasons of my life so that I could either A, be a light to somebody else B, so I could be learning from other people. Um, Even though I'm supposed to be learning a specific job, I'm also supposed to be learning uh, life lessons or, you know, ideas or um, just insights from those around me. Um, And God can use anybody. He really can. Like, you can learn anything from anyone, anywhere, at any time. Anytime. So don't think for a second that God can't use you or the people in your life. And it's not just the good people, okay? God can totally use the people that get on your nerves, the people that you can't stand, the people that you, you know, claim that you don't hate, but deep down you really can care less about them. Let's be real. (laughs) Um, God uses all those people too. That's what makes you stronger. That's what makes you more, you know, have more endurance. So that when you go to the next job or the next town or the next church or the next, you know, baseball team or football team or whatever it is that you're doing, um, your next cooking class, like whatever it is that you're into, that you can handle people that are sarcastic, that you can handle people that get up in your face, that you can handle people that have a different opinion or have different values or don't quite respect you the way that you would respect other people you know like God uses those people as well and then of course people who bless you who may give you money or give you an encouraging word or people that you know just seem to always have your back like obviously he can really use those people in your life but all in all when it comes to wealth something that I really used to rely on was overtime And that's where, as I've gotten older and closer with Christ, and I've chosen to get closer with Christ, it is hard to say no 
to certain things when you're trying to do God's schedule. Like, if God has me doing things outside of work that he really needs me to be devoted to, this is where there's like a natural tension because I want to do the right thing and work. But at the same time, if God's like, you know, you really need to choose, you know, because God says you cannot serve both man and money or, you know, God and money, basically. Uh, some some Bibles say man, some say mammon or like money, some say actual just money. So depending on what Bible you're reading or what version, um, I'm not sure what yours says, but I think mine says uh, mammon, I think. And that just basically means money. Um, so this was the first time in my life where God, you know, I was making like almost 20 something an hour plus extra. Like, I was bringing way over a $1,000, you know, every couple weeks. Um, the job I had before that was about a $1,000 a week, um, give or take, just due to, uh, you know, the amount of hours I was working. So the last couple jobs that I've had were really pretty good. <laughs> like, I mean, amazing with money. I, on the other hand, was not very good with my money. Like, I would either overspend, or I still had bad habits, or I just kind of like, you know, kind of got careless with my money. And I'm just being real real with you guys. Like, I'm not going to lie or hide about it. Or lie about it or hide. Sorry, I'm like really tired, so y'all going to have to bear with me. It's not easy to confess or say when you're not really the best at money, but like I said, I'm very big on telling the truth and being honest, so that's pretty much what happened like I wasn't really the best with my money um I bought things when I shouldn't have and I gave away money when I shouldn't have I kept money when I shouldn't have um I started a savings account way later than I should have it was like long after COVID before I finally did that and God was trying to prepare me for it I didn't know why I was supposed to have a savings account but I had an urge to do that and I failed to do it and then COVID hit and it was like I had nothing to fall back on because I was pretty much living the, my best life. Like, <laughs> we're talking uh, driving around everywhere, still going to the bars. Um, I was like working out. I was uh, buying almost $200 worth of groceries just for myself, okay, for like two weeks because I, or one to two weeks worth. Basically, I was just trying to be very, very fit and trying to do my supplements and all that stuff. Like, I mean, the whole nine yards. Like, I was trying to do it and be consistent, too. And uh, I have two pets, so I was trying to, like, buy them toys constantly. Uh, and this is the other thing. I never really researched products. I never actually, like, paid attention to... Sometimes I'd pay attention to prices, but what I mean is I would not spend time making sure that I w was spending my money where it needed to go like I would just kind of if I had the money I'd buy it and if I didn't I would just kind of like wait till the next week when I got my check go out and get it instead of being like do I actually really need this you know like I never really had strategies or game plans with my money I never had a true budget and God just taught me a lot you know I had to learn a lot the worst way um, 
yeah, it was just kind of not the most fun time of my life. But, uh, anyways, like I said, after COVID and I finally got the savings account, um, I have kept it this entire time. And no, I'm not going to tell you how much is in it because you don't need to know that. But, uh, the whole point is that I feel like I've gone through so much, like, trials and testings. And I feel like God was kind of testing to see if I would touch the savings account. And I only took out what I would need from time to time. And I'm actually shocked because I really thought after all the shutdowns that I've been through in the year of 2021, after having my savings account, I really thought that I would have lost it by now just because I know that I used to have a horrible problem with money. And I still have it. So I'm actually pretty happy and thrilled about that. Um, I praise God for that because, like I said, there's so many times, so many times, guys, where I just wanted to go and get that money out. And I'm talking, like, all of it, okay? And God's like, nah, like, don't be touching that. So I'm pretty happy about that. Sad part is... I did lose quite a bit of things in the process because I didn't touch that money. But the thing that I've come to realize when it comes to God is there are good consequences and there's bad consequences when you're following Christ. So a good one, it doesn't feel good, but if you think about it, you know, Paul, I don't know if you guys read much of the book of Acts, but basically he... Uh, he explains a whole lot in that that chapter in the Bible. He's talking a whole lot about considering everything joy or to be glad, I guess, um, when you go through sufferings and trials and all that because it produces character and it produces perseverance. And that's actually where I got that hashtag from um, years ago, back in 2016. Um, I don't talk about it a lot, but that's actually where I got it. Um... It may not be in Acts exactly, but it's from Paul. And he's talking about how, you know, perseverance builds character and character builds, you know, hope and all this other stuff. And it's so true. Like, every time you go through something that you seem like you'll never make it out of or you'll never get through, God still comes through for you. Somehow, some way, he just makes a way. And you end up, you know, walking away without going through what you thought you would have had to go through and you just get stronger every day with every season and every prayer that you keep you know praying and you that's how you kind of go from glory to glory but when it comes to wealth you know like what God's revealed to me through the sickness and the injuries and the shutdowns and the job changes you know he just kind of showed me in each scenario in each situation and each season of my life I still had to rely on God, even when I was making the most highest amount of money that I've ever made in my life. Because, you know, obviously bills don't stop just because you get put on shutdown. Bills don't stop just because, you know, you got an injured foot. Bills don't stop just because, you know, you don't feel good and it's dragging on for like weeks. It doesn't. But God does care and he does see what's going on in your life. And that's where, you know, I've even had a few side jobs here and there. Like, I started doing DoorDash. Um, 
I do like to bake. I'm a culinary arts student, so um, I don't know if I... I think I've told you guys that. But anyways, like, you know, I would make a few cakes here and there for people. Um, God just... He works in a very mysterious, wonderful way. And uh, it's so interesting to see when he moves. Like, when you can actually see him moving in your life. Like, it's an incredible feeling. And so don't miss out on that if you have an opportunity to, you know be a part of whatever it is that he's wanting you to do in your life and being able to see him move within your life. And what he showed me is that, you know, when I was making the most amount of money in my life, I still wasn't happy. So I thank God that he revealed that to me at a very, very early age, uh, age 28, and that he revealed that to me now in my life instead of waiting until I had thousands of dollars and then reach that point. Because, I mean, the higher you go, the farther the fall, the harder the hurt, you know. That's going to be, like, tremendous amount of pain if I were to get to that level and then discover that lesson. So I'm just glad that God did it now in my life. Um, it makes me feel a little more equipped, a little more prepared for whatever it is he's got in store for me. Um, it makes me feel better because now I can break it down to you guys just a little bit better. At least I hope I am. If not, I apologize. Um, I'm trying to do the best I can because this is a little rusty, you know. Like I haven't been on here in like, I'll be honest, months. Um, but I definitely want to get back into this. So bear with me. The other thing that God kind of revealed to me is that, you know, I still had to rely on him when I was injured. Like, there were so many days where I didn't even know how I was going to make it, how I was going to stand, how I was going to even, like, pay my bills because I could barely stand at work. It took three people to help me make a dang box. Yeah. Three people. It only takes one person, so that was embarrassing. But God got me through it. Um, something that I thought would take like two months to heal ended up taking two years. Maybe a little less than that. So praise be to God on that. Because like I said, it could have been worse. Um, when I got severely sick, somehow I managed to still be enrolled in school. I still managed to have a job. I still managed to, you know make new appointments for all the things that I missed and it's like God still had me covered and it was embarrassing and it was like frustrating because I was actually scared to go to sleep because I didn't know when I'd wake up it was that intense that deep of a sleep and it just like it, it literally just scared me but God is really good and he got me through it um It messed up a little bit of my bonus pay with the job that I had then. But like I said, God got me through it. Um, he helped me pay all the essential bills that I needed to have paid. And that was enough. Um, after the third shutdown at that, that company, I decided that it wasn't exactly just a decision on my own. It was actually more God leading me to start pursuing what I'm going to school for. He, uh, 
he basically just kind of like revealed to me that it's okay to walk away from warehouse. It's okay to start pursuing something else, something different, something that maybe my family hasn't done before. I mean, I've had family members graduate, you know, high school and college. I've had family members um, basically have the job that they went to school for, but still not be happy. I feel like I really am the first person in my family to pursue a job that they'll love and not despise or hate and actually like enjoy going to work and enjoy their life. Um, it may not look or feel that way right now, but I do try to enjoy life to the best that I can every day that God gives me. I still have my setbacks. I still have my struggles. I still have um, days where I kind of doubt what's going on sometimes just because I am human and I'm not afraid to admit that. But you know, like the, the beautiful thing about that is God always has a way of confirming and um, reassuring you that he's going to do what he says he's going to do. So just keep that in mind. And if he's wanting me to be better off with my money, well, guess what? He's got to teach me how to be better with my money. If he wants me to make more money, then he's got to also teach me that money doesn't come just from my own will. It doesn't come from my own acts, like my acts of work. Like I can go to work but I'm not in control exactly of what someone's going to pay me. I can ask for a raise. I can request overtime. Um, I can request more days of working. And that's where God's trying to teach me that, you know, his yoke is light. His burden is light. You know, if I try to do everything my way and the world's way, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be hard. It's going to be working, you know, harder, not smarter kind of thing. I'm not going to get enjoyment out of much. I'm going to have to spend more time away from family, friends, you know, functions. I'm not going to be able to enjoy the life that he's intended me to live. And I want to see the be very best that God has for me. And I hope you want to see the very best that God has for you too. But you're never going to be able to see it if you keep trying to do things 100% your way. And if you keep trying to, you know, block the will of God. And this is where a lot of people don't want to hear this, but it's like, it's true. If God doesn't need you working in a certain area anymore, and he's calling and asking you to step into your purpose, your purpose may have nothing to do with the job that you're doing right now. It may be far from it. And see, like I said, you won't know that unless you actually get with your creator, with God himself, and start asking questions about what your purpose is and why you're here. And, you know, should you be at the job that you're at? Or should you be pursuing something else? Should you be going to school and getting into your purpose that way while you're learning about it and then working at the job that you're at? Not just up and quitting your job, but what I'm saying is, is that if there needs to be a life change in this area of your life, you know, a decision like that should only be made if God's included in it. If you just up and quit, then you could be causing havoc on yourself, self-sabotage. But if God's in it, then you have nothing to fear because if God's with you, then what can man do to you? Nothing. They can, they can make threats, they can attempt, they can try, it ain't gonna work. 
So there's that on that subject. And then the final thing that God was revealing to me about wealth. So I guess there was three points. Um, the very last one is, you know, if God can control everything in this world since he created it. I mean, he created the stars, the moon, the sun, the earth. He created breath in our lungs. He created human beings in his image. He created water. He created everything. Everything that we technically have. And when it comes to the ideas of people, God gave those ideas to people to create inventions and have entrepreneurship and have these ideas that are, you know, related to business or helping humanity in whatever way, whether it be technology to chairs to, you know, food ideas to um, medications. You know, God is a creator. So any entrepreneur or influencer or, you know, someone who's an inventor, that's a characteristic of God. That's being creative. And uh, those ideas wouldn't have existed if God had not revealed them to those people. You see what I'm saying? So where I'm going with this is that just like ideas, wealth is the same way. The amount of money that you make, if you're doing it by yourself, if you're doing it based off of the world views and how the world works to gain money. And this is where God does not tolerate quick schemes like, honestly, the lottery. People who try, who spend so much money on the lottery trying to win and then they end up just, you know, paying thousands of dollars over time, losing. God does not call us to be like that. I mean, it's fun to do every once in a while, but... If you start noticing that you're going to get addicted to it or if you just kind of feel like this is, you know, starting to become obsessive kind of behavior, that's why God doesn't want us gambling. He doesn't want us to fall into a snare or a trap of thinking we're going to get a lot of money when if you just got with God, he could bless you five times more and five times faster than the lottery anyways. Now, God has a process for how much money you make and when you receive it because he wants to make sure you're ready for when he does give it to you. Um, if he's going to make you well-known, he also wants you to be well-equipped and well-prepared to be well-known so that you can handle wealth, you can handle fame, you can handle um, people trying to throw scandals at you and trying to make lies about you and rumors. It's like he doesn't want those tactics from the enemy and those snares to beat you down to a point where you stop doing what God has called you to do just because you feel like giving up because someone called you a bad name or someone uh, got into your inbox and said something really mean or nasty or something inappropriate. Like, no. Like, there's, you know, certain procedures on how to and steps on how to deal with that stuff. But my point is, is that God is the one that gives you wealth. He truly does. And wealth doesn't always just mean money. Sometimes it can be a wealth with livestock. It can be wealth with land. It can be wealth in abundance in love. It can be wealth in, you know, good health. The point is, is that you want wealth in all areas of your life, right? And that's the other thing. God is really big on balance. He really needs you to 
grasp grasp the idea that you need him in all areas in order to be successful and abundant in all areas. You can't just have God at church and then exclude him from everywhere else. You can't just have God with your family and then not in your relationships or not in your marriage or not with your children or not with your pets or not with your job. Do you see where I'm going with this? Okay. (laughs) Because this is what I mean by God controls it all. If you start to get too prideful with the money that you're making and you forget God and you think that for even just a few minutes that everything you have is because of what you created, because of the things that you've done, God will put you in your place. He's not afraid to and he does not care about your comfort. He cares more about your character. Okay? So if you are someone like me who really does, you know, desire to have more wealth in their life, um, it's not a sin to want more money. It's what are you going to do with that money, first of all? Are you going to use it for the kingdom of God? Are you going to use it for yourself? Are you going to use it to bless others? Or are you going to use it just to be a, you know, a burden to other people and just, you know, try to get as much money as you can out of other people? Because God doesn't want to bless you in that way if you're going to use it in selfish reasons. And he doesn't want to bless you with a whole bunch of money if you're not going to be willing to go through the process and the steps that is necessary and required to learn how to handle money. If you don't have a respect for money, then you're not going to last very long when money's given to you. Because you're going to blow it. Think about people who win the lottery big who've never had that amount of money before. Money is no different than exercising and eating healthier and having a good attitude. If you do not practice consistency, if you do not have a budget, if you do not have, you know, basically standards or boundaries within what or limits with what you're doing with your money, no different than what you do with food or exercise or, you know, quality time with friends. If you don't exercise your money in a way of being respectful of it and putting it where it needs to go and putting some in savings and putting some for tithing, definitely tithing, meaning you're putting some back for God first above anything else. If you're hoarding it for yourself, if you're not donating any of it, if you're not using it for the good for the next generations to come, if you're not using it to help somebody else out, or if you're only using it to help those that are good to you and not to anybody else, then God already knows where your heart's at. And he already knows that it's going to be very difficult for you to give money in a direction where God tells you to put it. And you think basically with selfish reasons that I don't like that person because they did this. God's like, I don't care. If I've called you to do it, I need you to do it. And if you disobey, I mean, yeah, he's a very gracious and merciful God, but this is where it's like, you don't know that that $300 that he's asking you to give just might be the one opportunity where this person's heart might change for the better and change the rest of their life. 
all because you chose to give them something when they didn't deserve it. Just like there's times where you, someone's paid for you for things when you didn't deserve it. Someone's helped you out at a time when you didn't deserve it and you least expected it. And it softened your heart, didn't it? It made you rethink that this person's not as bad as they seem. I might give this person a second chance. I'll stop overlooking this person. You know what? After everything, that person's not that bad. I don't even know why I was angry with them. That's the power of God. That's, that's the whole purpose of wealth. God's not going to bless you with wealth to satisfy yourself. God's going to bless you with wealth the day that you realize that it is to be giving glory to God and for his kingdom. Alright? Which means when you start making hundreds to thousands of dollars, you should be selecting some charities that you can donate some of that to. Shoot, even create your own charity. Even better. You know, be honest, be genuine, be fruitful, be mindful, be courteous, be kind, be respectful, be thoughtful, and endure until the end. And everything that you do, do to the glory of God. Do it with thanksgiving, because God loves a gracious heart, and he loves a generous heart. And if you do anything just for the public eye or just to be looking good for cameras or other people that's another reason God may not bless you either because that's you trying to seek glory for yourself and then your reward is basically people applauding you or people making comments of whatever they want to say for you that's what God's talking about when you do things that are hidden Meaning, whether people know about it or not, whether people realize, you know, what your true purpose is or not, you're not out there trying to prove and explain to everybody who questions you. If God called you to donate money to a certain charity or to a certain family or to help with an organization, if he called you to start up a business or if he called you to put money aside for whatever reason... God doesn't give the details to every single person. He's not required to and he doesn't have to. He's God. So if he's called you specifically to step up and step out and do whatever it is that he's given you the tools, meaning money to do, to build that thing, to create that thing, to sustain that thing, then do it. He's already got you covered. But again, if you're going to be conceited and selfish about it, He's gonna, you're going to start seeing that money dry up if you already have it. If you don't have it, he's going to do a taste and, and see, which is he's going to give you a taste of what it's like to have that kind of money. And then he's going to want to basically have you see what it's like to have it. And then he wants to see how you're going to react when it's gone. Are you loyal to him? Are you faithful to him? Are you still going to be kind to him and other people and yourself? Or are you going to throw fits and get angry and bitter and start um, basically pouting like a little toddler? Like, you know, because you got something taken away. And, you know, like, excuse me, but I started to struggle with that a little bit because, in all honesty, that's pride. 
like God had to remove a lot of that out because I was going through a hard time here recently and I didn't know how to handle it and it was just like really fast very sudden I was losing practically everything left and right I tried to hold on to it and God's like no let it go let it die let it die because he's going to do a new thing in my life I don't know what that new thing is I don't know what it looks like I don't know what it sounds like I have some ideas but again not the full picture and that's where God really got a hold of me was like this is what kind of like celebrities and stuff go through it's a uh it's just a bigger platform when they go through it compared to you know just people like me who aren't very well known um basically they they become well known or they become uh well off with their money they um have you know like a lot of respect from people um and sometimes things just don't go according to plan sometimes god's switching things up sometimes the enemy's striking and things just don't go their way like things start crumbling in their life and the sad part is is that when you're well known you don't have the privacy anymore like i do right now i was able to kind of like get away for about a month or plenty plenty of months <laughs> let's just be real and it kind of like be hidden a little bit you know like i have that privacy but when you become more well known you know this is something you got to factor in too is that and this is the other reason why you also have to go through a process of god teaching you how to handle money and yourself and your actions because the way you respond to things and people is going to be seen and you got to represent him you're going to make mistakes you're not perfect and neither am i but at the end of the day you know if you're an ambassador for christ there's going to be people who the only time that they're ever going to know who jesus is and what he's like is by watching you so if you're representing things that aren't of christ and are more like you know the devil you're basically going to lead people astray and god doesn't want that so that's the other reason that he may not have you being very wealthy right now um and again this isn't just for me this is for other people too and vice versa um i'm not targeting anybody i'm just letting you know that if you have not hit a certain goal in your career path when it comes to money this is why um and then the last part that i wanted to say about all of this is god really does control how much money you make yes you have free will and yes you can say yes or no to things i mean obviously that's the whole point of free will but here's the kicker you can say yes to god that yes you'll follow him yes you'll go through whatever it is he's going to have you go through you can say yes to an opportunity like i did to make the most highest paying amount of money you've ever made in your life for a job but at some point you're going to have to wake up and realize that god is the one who gives you health good health to get up get out of bed get ready for the day and go to that job because when you're sick and i mean sick sick it's really hard to still get up and still go to work it's really hard to work when you can barely function it's also really hard to work when you're injured 
and you're in an intense amount of pain nonstop, minute by minute, and you have to work a 12 hour shift or longer and you have to stand on your feet. And all you can think about is sitting down. All you can like literally think about is the next time that you'll get a chance to relax or get a break from that pain. That's why God may test you also to see how loyal and faithful you are to him. He's not doing it to be mean. It's just in my circumstance, my thing, he was correcting my pride. He was helping me understand that, you know, how to rely on him instead of myself. Um, because if I had zero pain and I wasn't sick, I wouldn't be relying on God. I'd be relying on myself because I'd be fine. I wouldn't need assistance. I wouldn't need help. I wouldn't need God to help me through all that stuff. And then the other thing is God's the one that leads you to promotions. He's the one that can change the hearts of others, soften their hearts or harden their hearts. Meaning he can put favor on your life with other people towards you or he can change it to make it to where people reject you. He has that authority, that power. And for the longest time, I had not realized that until this year. And it's just a whole new level that I've learned about God. So I'm sharing it with you because I want you to understand that don't think it's strange when people are being extra kind to you. It's not so much that you've done anything or it's not so much that they're just being kind just for the heck of it. It's like, no, God's put favor on you, on your life. And the people around you are basically willing to work with you. They're smiling at you. They're laughing at your jokes. They think you're basically great. <laughs> um, even people who've had issues with you, you know, they're, they'll be willing to do things for you. And they won't even know why they're doing it. But the same thing can go towards, you know, and then people will even give you, you know, encouragement, awards. They'll give you, they'll celebrate you. They'll, when you, when God has favor on you on your life, like, you'll know it. And it's an amazing feeling. But you'll also understand when you get rejected that even though it's, if it's in God's will and it doesn't feel good, God can still use it for good. But just know that when it comes to wealth... Sometimes God wants to put it on hold and he can harden the hearts of people so that they don't give you that loan. So that you can't get that car, you can't get that house. And it's not because the favor is gone, it's because either if you're dis disobeying or God needs to discipline you or maybe he just needs you to go through this situation. It's not because God is mad at you or hates you, it's just... Like I said, I can't tell you everything, guys, because I don't have a whole lot of time. But my point is, I just went through so much stuff. I went through warfare. I went through job loss. I went through, you know, trying to figure out what my next move's supposed to be, to not really hearing God the most. You know, I haven't heard him in a while, and then I finally did. Um... I've been injured severely, severely sick. Like, I've just been through so much in this last year. The, ever since, like, I don't know, 2019. It's just been back to back to back to back stuff. 
it's almost to a point where it feels like five years have gone by because I've just been through so much stuff. But it's only been like two. And the only thing that I can tell you is through it all, I managed to get bills paid. And then when I wasn't, what God was showing me is basically that. I am the one, not me, but God, saying, I am the one that can allow you to make money or be broke. I can bless you or burden you. I can cause you to be content or cause you to be in want. And what I mean by that is he has the power, the authority, and the audacity to do anything he wants. And if he needs you to go through something, you got to be willing to go through it. It's not going to be pleasant. It's not going to be fun always. But it's you're never going to gain the information and the knowledge and wisdom. If that's what you're praying for, just be prepared and expect, especially if you're praying for wealth. God will give you wealth, but he's going to teach you and train you up in the right way to learn how to handle it first before he ever blesses you with that. People think so much that if you pray for wealth, you're just going to wake up one day and have a million dollars. Or you're just going to wake up and have more money than ever. And it's like, no, there's a process. You might have to take a job that you dread or hate, but it's going to teach you a valuable lesson that you'll need for the next job so that you can handle it, so that you can own it, so that it won't shake you when things try to steal your faith, when things try to get you to run off the job. But if you keep running away from every opportunity that God tries to teach you and grow you in, just because it's difficult, just because it's hard, just because it's something you don't want to go through then you really are going to miss out on everything that God has for you. Because here's the biggest kicker out of everything when it comes to wealth. In the book of Job, Job had to deal with so many hardships to the point where he even himself questioned whether he offended God or if he basically just made him mad for no reason and maybe God hated him. He thought that. But God revealed to him with within time, like I said, everything happens in God's timing. God revealed to Job that you were fine. He was just testing him. And I'm paraphrasing. I'm not going to give you guys the whole spiel on Job other than the very ending. Because this is what it's about. Because Job remained faithful, loyal, and loving to God... No matter what he faced, no matter what he went through, even when he did doubt, he still came back and brought himself to keep believing. He still kept choosing God. Because of that, God rewarded him greatly by blessing him with double for his trouble. So whatever he had... When he was serving God during that time period of testing and trials and tribulations. Basically God doubled it. He was like you're going to get more than you could ever expect. More than you could ever imagine. I'm going to do way beyond what you could ever think. Just way beyond. And God can do the same thing for me just like he can do for you and like he did for Job. And that's really all I got for you guys is uh, just know that God is in control of your wealth. The only part that you have to play in this is 
Do you trust God? Are you going to keep choosing God no matter what you go through? Are you going to keep persevering, keep trying, keep getting back up? Are you going to keep doing what God has called you to do no matter what your, you know, your current situation is? Even if you got to take a season or a few steps back for a while just to kind of learn what it is that God's trying to teach you, that's okay. Because one of the things I had to learn was not to speak too soon or not to reveal too much. Because I've been known to do that. And I've been working on it. God's been working on me with that. And I'm very blessed and grateful that he has. And that's why I've been out for so long. Because I just wanted to make sure that the next time I get on here, I don't want to lead anybody astray. I want people to know what God is like. And, you know how to feel towards him and not to feel so afraid of him all the time. It's good to have a healthy fear of God, yes. But to feel like you can't speak to him because you might make a mistake or to feel like, you know, you can't go near him just because it's, you know, it's God Almighty. It's like, no, like God wants you to come to him with confidence and ask him to help you with whatever it is you need help with, to request to him whatever it is that you're needing. Because you shouldn't be in want. You should not lack. A true child of God does not lack. And that's the ultimate thing when it comes to wealth. Is that when it comes to wealth and abundance, you will not lack. And it doesn't always mean that you're going to have a whole lot all at once. It also means that you're going to, no matter what you go through, you're going to get by this covered. Like God's going to, his grace will cover you. If you need food, he may give you like three people or five people or even ten people that are willing to donate so much food to you that you're going to have to give some to other people. And that's what it means when your cup overflows. You have enough for yourself and to be basically to get blessed, you're going to be a blessing to somebody else. So if God wants to bless you, he wants you to bless somebody else. Not just receive the blessing and then hoard the rest. And if you can do that with the littlest things in your life, and you even take place of doing that with your finances in your life and, you know, just the way you spend your money in your life, that's going to go a really long ways. And that's where God can bless you financially because he can trust you. He's going to know that you're not selfish. He's, he's going to know that you're not greedy, that you do have a heart of gold and a heart after God, that you will do what he's asking you to do. And that if you don't know, you'll come to him about it. And if you make a mistake, you'll ask for forgiveness. He's going to know that no matter what you face, no matter what circumstance is hindering you, that you're still going to find a way to donate a little bit here, a little bit there. That even at your worst times and situations, you're still thinking of other people and not just yourself. And that is the secret to either getting wealth or to gaining a little bit more wealth because you're already grateful for what you have and even though you want more you're content but you're still trying to please God by helping others to, to give them the helping hand to help to help them and make sure that they can you know get to their next level too because it's not just about you this is bigger than you it's bigger than me what I'm doing for you guys right now that's what that looks like. I do not have to sit here and tell you guys about my life or tell you guys about what God's doing or, you know, what certain things mean. But 
the reason I do it is because I do love you guys. I do care about you guys. And I want you guys to know that there is hope. There is a future. And the future that and hope that God wants to give you is his plans are not to harm you. It's to prosper you. That's Jeremiah 29, 11. It's very famous, very popular, but it's like, it's so true. And God's really big about people helping the next generation. If that's what he's about, then I want to be about it too. So I hope y'all can learn so much from this. I hope that it's very clear and very easy to understand. Um, Take everything that I said back in prayer with God, you guys. And like I said, don't up and quit your job just because I mentioned it. That was for me. Okay, for you, it might be a different case. Definitely clarify with God what he's wanting you to do in your life right now. And um, overall, if there's something you can do for somebody else today, if you have the, the money to do it, if you have the time to do it, if you have the heart to do it, and if it's okay with God, do it. You can't go wrong with blessing somebody else. All right. I love you guys. Y'all have an amazing day. And, uh, yeah, I'll get on here eventually again. I'm not sure when, and I'm not sure what the next topic will be, but God will let me know, and then I'll let you guys know. So, thanks for tuning in. Have a good one. Bye.